podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all that thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to episode 116 of the Discomics Podcast. This week, we are talking about what happened this week. We have a new Prime Minister in town, Boris Johnson. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about what he's done in terms of his cabinet moves and what the cabinet is and all that type of stuff. Talk a little bit about the Labour Party as well. And speaking of the Labour Party, we have a special guest. Do you want to announce yourself to the streets? Hi, I'm Jen. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Jen. Jen who? Oh, I'm Jen Davis and um, I'm a Labour Party member. Okay, so how long have you been a Labour Party member for? Seven years. Seven years? Yeah. Okay, so you've been in the streets for seven years? Yeah. Okay, what made you join the Labour Party? Um, It was just after the um 2010 general election, actually, that I joined. So Cameron... Yeah, I mean, obviously, Lib Dems and Lib yeah, Dems Lib Dems ran off on the plug. Yeah, <laughs> so they joined. They pulled the, a fast one on the streets, but basically. Yeah, and then I remember, like, when they were doing their campaign, they were like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're gonna um, cut, was it cut the fees, etc. Slash the tuition fees." And then when they went to when tuition they, fees tripled. <laughs> when they came with conservatives, it tripled. I was like, pew, pew, pew. Mm, nah. Then obviously know. they slashed EMA as well. And I was just like, yeah, no. Nah. So I was like, do you know what? Let me join the Labour Party. Um, so I can so when there's another general election, I could like help them campaign and stuff. And that's why I joined. Did you have an interest in politics prior to that? Um, yeah, kind of. Okay, but it was solidified after that debacle. Yeah. Okay. Definitely, 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 definitely. And then obviously 2015 general election came and I was really active in my constituency when it came to um campaigning, etc. So yeah. Okay. And you're still knee deep in the streets as of right now. I'm what? You're still knee deep in the Labour Party. Oh yeah, streets. yeah, yeah. Mm, kind of. Do you know what? I can't, I left the Labour Party for like a while. I what? took a step back for a while and then I came back. Why did you take a step back? <sighs> It's just too much. Like the bickering between like both factions, I just can't. So do what it. are the factions? So there's the centre and then there's the left. Okay, what others? We need to. You're educating <laughs> the streets. So what's the centre? What's the left? So the centre is like the kind of like Tony Blair. The, so people call them the Blair rights, but I don't like calling them that because it's kind of used as a diss. Oh, okay. So it's like people that are more centre leaning on the left spectrum, and then um, the left is like momentum and people that are on the left of the spectrum like the proper left of the spectrum so um yeah there's been give us like a a, maybe like one like area where they give us like a center center view and a left view for example on the policy yeah uh okay so for instance there are certain people within the labor party yes who think that the NHS should be privatised. Okay. But then there are other people in the Labour Party who don't, who feel like, you know, we should leave it as how it um, how it was when it was formed. Okay. So, um, yeah. So so the ones who want it maybe to be privatised are centre? Yeah, centre. And then on the left? Yeah, so not all of it, but certain aspects certain of it, it. Yeah. to be privatised. And then there's certain people who don't want it to be okay. privatised. So, yeah. Okay, That's cool. literally our policy. Okay, cool. So, 
you are somebody who is aware of what goes on in Parliament mm-hmm. and aware about. So speaking of Parliament, um, those listening to my last episode two weeks ago, I discussed the election. Mm-hmm. That is a leadership election for Conservative Party because obviously um, Theresa May, she's finally out, out, out of here. So she she stepped down officially. What day was it? Was it Wednesday? What day was it? Whatever day she stepped down, she, <laughs> she's out of here. And um, there was a leadership election and it whittled down to two contestants, Jeremy Hunt and Boris Johnson. Mm-hmm. Quick question. Who do you prefer out of the two? Neither of them. But if we were to, choose. if I had to choose, it would probably be Jeremy Hunt. Okay, cool. You want to detail why or? I just don't like Boris. Yeah, facts. And um, I just feel like he's gotten away with so many things dating so back many. to 1988. Like, why? That's before I was born. You know what I mean? He's been getting away this with... year. <laughs> he's yeah. getting away with all of these things. And I'm just like... Three decades of... He, you know? Of tomfoolery. Like, he just lies. He just, you know, he, you know, with the expenses, with parliamentary expenses, he uses uses them in ways he shouldn't. And, you know, they pull him up on it, but they, they don't, you know, kind of get rid of him. Like, nah, I just don't like him. And I just feel... I just we can't have someone in a prime we can't have someone who's a prime minister that lies a lot mm. because he can be he can tell us that oh he's gonna do one thing and then he won't actually do it. Yeah. So I'm just like mm. Yeah, I feel you on that. Okay, so the election results were announced early this week and Boris Johnson won resoundingly. Ninety-two thousand votes come to Jeremy Hunt was like forty-seven if you round it up. Mm. So almost double his votes, yeah. a resounding victory. There was 160,000 people involved in the process. That's the Conservative Party members. Mm-hmm. I had a big people arguing with me because I like essentially like 0.14% of mm-hmm. the country has decided who the next prime minister is. Mm-hmm. And people are like, you don't even know how I know how politics work. I disagree with the ethos that yeah. just because uh, if a leader sets out, I personally think we should have a general election. I do, do too. Yeah, well, we discuss that later <clears throat> if, we get, if we get around to it. So Boris is in... Boris is in town. So when you saw it come through, how did you feel? I wasn't shocked. Yeah. I was just a bit like, oh man. Like I was just, I just had that little bit of hope that Jeremy Hunt was. Yeah, same. Win. That sliver of hope. I knew it was a bit tight still. Yeah, but the thing is, from some of my conservative colleagues, they've been like, oh, um, people had already started voting before they actually started doing their live debates, which is why um Boris would have gotten more votes. So it didn't actually start when they started doing the live debates. They had um, distributed um, postal voting from early, from earlier, yeah. Yeah, the live debate. He was looking kind of, he was looking kind of rough in the streets, but he's a donor. <laughs> I really hate random. I really hate when people say, "Trust me, Boris is playing up. He's really a evil genius." No, no, but I've actually heard that. I don't believe it. People say that he's really, really smart, but he tries to play dumb because he wants to be likable. Um, I don't know why you all see that, but yeah, that's, that's I don't believe that. So. I don't believe that he's, he's, shown, he's shown no sign of attention in 30 years So I'm not sure about that Otherwise you, are, you need to be You shouldn't even be in Parliament You need to be in Hollywood If you get out like that mm-hmm. okay, Well cool. not even Hollywood I just, just... In Hollywood um, <laughs> So we got Boris Johnson The Prime Minister So mm-hmm. some key things He was a peak um, Leave campaigner Yeah He quit Theresa May's cabinet Over the Brexit deal That he approved um, Obviously from Eton Eton FC Brexit, Brexiteer who loves an immigration debate. Um, what else? Mm, he was born in America, actually. Mm. Many people know that. 
Oh, I don't know that either. Yeah, it's born in America. And he's a racist. So. Yeah, it's mad. Um, <laughs> then the Chancellor, people may know him, um, Sajid Javid. He's Eurosceptic. Um, he was very, very successful at Deutsche Bank. And according to my boy, David Bell, he knows quite a lot about macroeconomics. So he, he thinks he was going to be a good chancellor. But a lot of people don't like him for some of the things he said. That's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, but do you know what? I feel like when it comes to what people... You, you may not like someone for what they said, but if they're good for the job, yeah, you have I, to respect I, that. Yeah, so that's 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 the stance. That's the stance I had. Um, Dominic Rab, he's foreign foreign sec foreign secretary. Mm-hmm. He's another Leave campaigner. Um, he did help negotiate part of the Brexit deal. Um, he proper loves Brexit, and not a feminist. I got written down here. I don't know why I wrote that down. Maybe he says some peak things about feminism. Ask. No, I think I think he did say something, and there was like a big hoo ha. Okay. In the news about it, like, oh, hey, can you say you're not a feminist? Blah, blah, blah. Well, shout out to him, then. <laughs> um, and finally, the person I want to talk about is Pretty Patel as Home Secretary, which to me doesn't make any sense. And for people thinking, why does this like, make sense? She, qu- she quit in November 2017 <laughs> after it emerged that she held a series of unofficial meetings in Israel with high-ranking officials and stuff. So it weren't like scheduled meetings. She was like, yo, out here on the holiday, you know, boomerang with cocktails, just chilling. <laughs> but really, she was meeting, she was meeting Halavan. Like <laughs> I remember that time as well. Yeah, I remember like, that time clearly. You know, and then had her flight showing and people actually waiting for her to land. Like, yeah. That was super funny. Yeah, so she had she held 12 separate meetings, wow. which is a bit nuts. Um, and obviously she was disgraced, she had to dip, but here she is, mm. back in town. Um, also, in terms of like her credentials and why I'm not too fond of this hire, um, she has voted for strict asylum um, seeking system, stronger enforcement of immigration rules, and she was against banning the detention of pregnant women in immigration jails, which is just nuts when you think about it. She backed key proponents of Theresa May's hostile environment policies and she presented in the immigration bills of 2014 and 2016, such as mm. rent work and bank account checks, which all led members of the Windrush generation being wrongfully told they had no lawful right to live in the UK. So she's up. And you said telling me about some, she has some capital punishment. Yeah, so she feels like um, bringing back capital punishment is will be a good deterrent for people. But we already know, we see in America that majority of people who are um, put on death row and stuff like that, they are black. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> if they brought that here, it will be our people. Yeah. Mostly, and I just don't agree with that. And I just feel like, you know, the prison system is not for that. It's meant to be, we're meant to rehabilitate people and we don't actually do that. We don't rehabilitate or reform. We just, we just, everyone wants to focus on the retribution. Another thing about death penalty is not a deterrent because if yeah, you look at, like, for example, state of California, they have death penalty. Mm-hmm. If you look at their murder rates, California's population is considerably short, smaller than, I'm not California, Los Angeles' population is smaller than the United Kingdom's, mm. but they have way more murders. So death penalty, like when you look at crime and poverty, we've gone a bit off topic here, but crime has a very strong link to poverty. Mm. So if people are in poverty and low income backgrounds and low opportunities, it's going to breed violence and crime and put in whatever type of penalty you want. It's, it's going to do pretty limited things to stop that. You're going to have to look at the causes that's uh, of 
that leads people to be in these environments in the first place, mm-hmm. really and truly. But, um, That's true. But I just wanted, there was something that you picked up on about how um, her voting credentials. One thing I want to say <laughs> is that in Parliament, they have a whipping system, Yeah, right? whip. Okay, so tell us all about the whip. So the whipping system, there's like a one-line whip, um, a two-line whip, and a three-line whip. A three-line whip means you must vote. This way of vice people. Yeah, of um, must vote the way of your party. Sometimes people, well, it's in recent times, more people have been going against the whip. <laughs> but back in the days, Nobody you know, did. they wouldn't do it. And the reason why they didn't do it is because if they vote in line with their party, it means that, you know, they get a career boost in terms of they can end up being ministers, yeah, ministers yeah, um, shadow ministers, um, you know, party chairman, women, etc. which is why people always, even if they don't actually believe believe in the bill or um, whatever the policy is, they they what they will do to kind of show that they don't agree with it is they will well, abstain. No, they won't even abstain. They will stand up in the house of in the house, and then so the ha- when I may say the house, I mean the House of Commons, mm-hmm. um, the chamber. They will stand there, and then they will just basically like voice their opinion, but then they still vote in mm-hmm. favor of it or against it, whatever their party line is. So I just wanted to clarify that because I know like a lot of people get frustrated mm-hmm. when they see their MP doing stuff, but this is how the whipping system works. Yeah, and so, as I always say in the economics, almost every episode that incentive drives behavior. Mm-hmm. So. No one incentive if you're an MP, it's still a career. Man ain't doing this for free. Like, mm. it's still a career. Like, you're on a bank bench one day, you want to be in that front bench talking smack as well <laughs> in, in PMQs. You know what I mean? So, you're going to have to toe the party line because if you're out yeah. here causing trouble, you're just, you're just misbehaving. Nobody's going to bust you. Like, they ain't, like, you ain't loyal. You won't with me shooting in the gym. So, that's, true. that's a. Whoa. Feature on young folks for the playing the podcast. <laughs> but, um, okay. So, what is the current, like, Feeling a Labour Party. Uh, so I, I'm pretty sure quite a significant portion of my listeners are um, Labour voters or more mm. left needed. So Labour or maybe Lib Dem will definitely thinking of one or two parties. So what would you say um, the thinking is right now? Um, well, I know everyone's a bit sad. Um, Why? Why are they sad? Because it's Boris Johnson. Like he... He'd race his rhetoric, like okay, oh, okay. he's you know, okay. yeah, like he's just a liar. Um, you know, just you know, some of the things that he's voted for and against. Um, you know, even it's just his behavior in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so they're a bit sad, but obviously they're calling for they're calling for a general election, and as you said, you don't agree with um. You know, once when the conservative or whatever party, um, ha- when they have a new leader, they should, um, who's going to be the prime minister? We should je- definitely have a general election. That is literally our party line. Like we want a general election, mm. etc. Um, but then there are some skeptics that are like, okay, if we have a general election, we might not, we're we're not going to win, or um, we're going to lose a lot of seats. Mm. So I don't know if you've seen, there have been a number of Labour MPs that have said they're not standing again in the next general election because some the, the reason why some of them are doing that is because they've had enough. They either don't like Jeremy or they um, just feel like um, they're not going to win that, their seat again. So, Do you yeah. know, okay, so I'm not sure how much lead is light you can shed on this car because obviously you're gang gang, but... Um, <laughs> What are like the main reasons why some people in the party don't like Jeremy? Obviously, you'd have to talk about somebody specifically. You can't be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. a little while somebody said Jeremy's a pagan. Like, yeah. what are like the main themes for disliking Jeremy? Basically, they don't like that he's moved the Labour Party really left. Okay, but so the it's thing- mainly I don't. I don't yeah, but then my thing is. 
that's how the Labour Party, that's how the Labour Party started. We yeah. really left. So for you now to come and obviously Tony Blair moved it more centre, which is why, you know, we won the general election in 1997. But people don't like that. But then I feel like with Jeremy, he kind of brings a new, like with his politics, it's more about peace um, and, you know, about collectivism and us doing things together. And some people don't like that. Some people in the in the Labour Party actually want us to be individualistic and do our own thing and whatever. So that is why. Okay, so that's the main thing. So um, that for me, that's what I think the main thing is um, because when they, you know, the 2017 general election, you know, yeah. with the um, the manifesto, a lot of people liked it. Even people um, that were sent to Lenin. So and Labour did way better than expected. Mm-hmm. So so what's the big wahala now? I don't know, but just people just don't like Jeremy in general. In general, and then on top of that, when he was a backbencher, he used to like he was a rebel. Him, Diane, and John McDonald, they used like always used to kind of like go against the party line. Mm. So. Um, People just don't like that. Okay. And then also, obviously, the whole issue with anti-Semitism and the handling of that, that's just made it even worse. worse. So. Okay, cool. So, Jeremy's not popping the streets. Yeah. So, um, what was, what was he talking about earlier today? You're looking at uh, something, a briefing of some sort. Oh, yeah. There was just, it's just a briefing on, um, what do you call it? <laughs> um, what, our general election. If we have a general election, what we would... Um, and we want what we would put in place in terms of policies. Okay, so do you want to run them by me, and yeah. I and I'll I'll be the oh my god, over the critique. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, some of the stuff that okay, let me just because obviously it got sent out today, so I'm just gonna go up. So um, obviously the main issue um right now is Brexit. Yeah. So obviously we've said that you know we respect the referendum result. However, um. If it's in a case of no deal or um, a bad Tory deal, we're gonna we're gonna want the deal to go to the public, and then we're gonna um, vote to remain. So that's literally our policy on Brexit. You don't like that? I can see in your face. You're like, well, that sounds mm. a bit nuts because how can you put like I I want to know the logic of I mean the implementation of how you put a, a deal to the public like the public Irish backstop all these type of things are public. Let's keep it short. I'm a bit too technical for yeah. average person. So, look, what do you do? Do you like this deal? Yay or no? Like, is that is that yeah. what it's going to be? So, so, what what they thinking is having? Um, do you like deal? Yeah or no? Um, no. Would you? Do you want? So, oh, there's there's so many variations. Yeah, but the, the, one, quite, the one the one the one I can remember, um, and I think this is the most recent one, is having um, um, the Tory deal. Mm-hmm. Or remain so that's what they wanted to have on the um ballot and then obviously we've said if people vote for the deal then um we'll we're going to respect it yeah we're going to respect it mm, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a because everybody knows the deal is hickey so you basically you're kind of tipping the balance in the favor of remain yeah but then at the same time i just feel like do you know what if they ain't gonna do anyway the sh- if exactly if the shoe was on the other foot so say like the remainers one imagine the le- um the leavers were doing what we're doing yeah. it, like it would be a bit mad yeah. and i feel like it's democracy yeah. the electoral system that we have this is what it is, it is. so you know if we if if the majority has voted to leave then we have to respect that yeah we're not gonna, we don't like we don't like the deal but if that's what they're offering then you know <laughs> we have to accept it it's true it's true it's true and to be fair to the people like they no, she no, they end up they did vote slightly voting Theresa May. Just about. Um anyway, moving on. Next one. So yeah, so there's that. Um obviously I'm gonna bring utilities back to public ownership. So things like um 
rail services and also um, gas, electric, water, all of that. They want to bring it back in-house because, you know, the prices keep rising and those who are from a working class background are hit the most in terms of costs. So that's what they want, but they haven't said how. Yeah, obviously I understand the ethos because obviously... They're going to do it. Like, it's very, very expensive. Mm. Prices going up and the wages ain't going up to match it um, whatsoever. But at the same time, to actually acquire privately owned businesses is going to cost a hell of a lot mm-hmm. of money. And also, I have to also do the ethos of why should you own my business? Like, why? Yeah, no, I, I get it. But, I, get it. but I, understand, I understand the thought behind it, but I'm against that. But go on, anyway, next one. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, they want to have a real living wage of £10 per hour. Mm-hmm. Um, for in 2020, obviously that's next year, but we might not have a general election. So, mm. but they want to do that without increasing income tax um, or national insurance for 95% of people. So that's one of their other policies. Mm-hmm. Um, and also they want to increase funding for NHS um, so we can have more doctors and more um, nurses. Waste you think time. it's a waste of time? Waste Why? of time. NHS system is an absolute mess. Yeah, I really feel like they need to fix it. Yeah, yeah. It's a waste of time. Just throwing, <laughs> just throwing money into a black hole. But... Um, People could check out, I think it's episode 14 and episode 40. Because I was having an NHS debate today. So me and my boy, Dr. Lee, we discussed this in detail. So people mm-hmm. were thinking, this is what you're talking about. You could check out there. But anyway, go on. Yeah. Um, they also want to introduce free school meals for all primary school kids. And yep. then they want smaller classes for five, six and seven year olds. I, I feel like I feel like that should go even further. I feel like we should have smaller classes for up until you're 16. From so from primary school to secondary school, that's what mm. I think. I know it's, I know it's difficult. It's the logistics of it. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like we if, need to do that. If they if they can make that logistically possible, and not that, I'm definitely for free school meals. Mm. 100%. So and then obviously for older people, they want to um, keep the TV licensing, free TV licensing, winter fuel, and yeah, bus passes. You've been paying your dues for years. Like, yeah, but you buses. know, but they've there's like I've been getting lots of campaign emails from people from old age. Um, pensioners and they're just like you know there was this there's you know tv licensing is um they're trying to take the free tv licensing away from people over the ages of 75 so you didn't did you know that no yeah so that's one of the campaigns that's happening at they the need moment. to allow it they've been paying tax for years it's, yeah exactly so um they don't even work but, but this is but this is what they're this is what um you know the conservative government are trying to do but every, obviously, <laughs> but obviously we're just like Nah, like you know, no, so that's, we, make, we make too much money to not have some like humanitarian things. for yeah, exactly for um, yeah. especially old people, especially when they've paid their taxes and they've worked Wakanda, so many. Bro, like, come on, <laughs> and it's they even seventy five. It's not even from like sixty five. I'm seventy five. Yes, so, come on, they've got like three um, years left anyway. So might as well bust them. So yeah, so that's that's literally our main policies, and then obviously there's a lot of stuff about Boris Johnson. So <laughs> well, well, you can't share. <laughs> no. Okay, you can't you can't give us a gist. Okay, cool. <laughs> Some things I have to just keep quiet about. Okay, but yeah. Okay. Um, these policies sound a lot less radical than the ones uh, in the twenty seventeen. I remember the twenty seventeen. I, I think you know, I voted for Lib Dems because I was like, I ain't not voting for Corbyn. Would you vote for them now, Lib Dems? <sighs> Do you know what? Yeah, I can't say that because I'm a manifesto person. Isn't it? So okay, when, fair we'll see the manifestos now. Actually, there's actually no way I'll vote for Boris Johnson. That's just that's just. Off, mm. off the board I don't it's, it's very very unlikely I'll, I'll probably in my lifetime ever vote for Conservatives um, because of I really dislike their immigration and their foreign um, and their foreign policy I'm not a fan of those they're better, mm. they have better economic policies but only just mm. and they're austerity merchants which oh. I'm not which yeah. I'm not a fan of but um, 
Yeah, I'll have to see Labour's policies in comparison to the Liberal Democrats mm. before I make up my, my mind still. Okay, cool. So we have some time to talk about FTP and um, proportional representation. Mm-hmm. So what is FTP? Uh, so the first past the post system, basically it's... Um, I definitely said the acronym wrong. I said three letters. FTP. FTP. No. First past the post. FPTP. That's We're moving. <laughs> Hella mad. Mad. Yeah. FP, FPTP. Yeah. yeah. So basically, um, it's the candidate with the most... Um, More votes than anyone else. Yeah. Most votes than anyone else wins. So, but the thing is, say like, it, they win, they have like 39% of the votes and they could win. And then say like another party has like 20% of the votes and then, or, and then someone else has another amount. That means they win. Yeah. Okay, no, sorry, my maths is so wrong. Don't you know right, what no, I mean? Yeah, 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 you no. know what I mean? Yeah, so, so basically, essentially, <laughs> if there's enough parties, you have situations where I can, let's say me, you, and five other men and women have, um, we all have our parties, isn't it? And then this number of parties win, I got only got 18% of the vote. You, you got 16, next man got yeah. six, shortly got five. 72 percent 78 no what's my math 72 well, I'm even mad yeah both so, of us are yeah <laughs> like a what the vast majority of the constituency didn't vote for me exactly but I'm in charge yeah basically. and to me that doesn't make sense yeah so obviously not everybody not everybody can be represented like obviously if, you, if you're the only person I vote for the party boy I'm sorry you have to affirm it my G for yeah. four years your party didn't win it's life it's, it's a democracy but I don't think that's very democratic yeah, however, yeah, it's 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 not democratic. But the thing is, I always say to people is join a political party. Yeah, because you know a lot of people complain about the MPs that we have or the can you know, and then if you want to pick your candidate, you need to be a member of a party because then you have a say on what type of candidate. I goes can't even lie to you. I don't. I um, this is um kind of off topic, but I feel like the public take the piss here because one, you don't even know enough about your MP. You don't even mm. know, you don't even try to use your MP because MP, like I've had people write to MPs and their MPs have been very helpful. Mm-hmm. So you don't even go to local council meetings or see what your MP is actually doing. Mm. You don't really have that much information. You're just like, oh, I don't like him, you know, he's Tory or he's, do you know what I mean? Basically, so, yeah. Or he's, or, he's, or he's red, do you know what I mean? So <laughs> another thing I don't like is that we talk about politicians are not honest, yeah? But I don't believe, but we need to also take accountability as voters, yeah? We're not ready for honesty. So let's say, for example, yeah, um, so one of the issues in the UK currently is that when you look at wages, the, the high wages are in London, Slough and Reading, yeah? Mm-hmm. In those regions. And it's very, very difficult to get higher or similar wages anywhere else in the country. They've tried all types of initiatives. They all failed. Economists don't know how to solve this, yeah? As a, as a let's say I'm standing against Boris Johnson, yeah? Mm-hmm. In 2020, yeah? Mm-hmm. Can't be like, hey, yo, basically you, man, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm in um, I'm in Middlesbrough. I'll keep it real with you, Chief. We don't know how to fix this. Like your wages, it, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know how to make your wages the same as people in London give you the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna work on it. We're gonna work digitally. People think I'm incompetent. When you when you admit that mm, you can't true. do something, or it's not gonna be done in a time frame that is maybe as soon as possible, voters won't vote for you. That's why politicians lie. That's why they sell. That's why they have gimmick policies and all type of things because you can't mm-hmm. say to somebody, yeah, we've got a knife crime problem, but guess what? It's not going to be solved overnight. It's going to take us maybe a decade. Yeah. People no. ain't trying to hear that shit. No, they want to hear We're gonna more, do police, yeah. more police in the streets, stop and search, tougher sentences. This will stamp out knife crime. And then you you do some one or two things in terms of how the police report data. And all of a sudden, it looks like you've done bits, but mm-hmm. you haven't done bits. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 
we need to be engaged in political process and be realistic one. And also, if you're not engaged in political process, you're not holding people accountable. What yeah, do you expect? It's true. And the thing is, all the information's out there. If, you know, there's a website called They Work For You. Yeah, that's the website. Like, that website literally tells you how your MP votes. It tells you what your MP has said in the chamber. Mm. It tells you what written questions that they've put um, to the government. So... That, that's the way you can track them. Obviously, they also have it on the Hansard on the official parliamentary website as well. But I feel like they work for you. It's, it's much easier to read and um, it's, people will understand it better. Um, so there's there's ways for them to actually get involved and know what their MPs are doing. But I just feel like sometimes we're lazy. And we yeah. don't want to do that. But I think, um, I think what your party did quite well, yeah, in the last election was mobilising young voters. Mm. So why using social media? Because we didn't see that much from Tories I think the youth vote is said to be like 70% Labour. Mm-hmm. Now we look at ethnic minorities, it goes like, that's another 80%. Mm-hmm. So you dominate that. And obviously that's why a lot of people were like, raw, Labour did better on the polls. Yeah, because polls don't take into account people that voted for the first time. Mm. So Labour were able to get people from the 16 to 20, um, what's the voting age? It's 18, 18, yeah. 18 to 24 range to come out and actually register the vote and yeah. actually vote. So... Labour showed an ability to engage the people yeah. in that run. So I don't know why more parties aren't trying to essentially campaign to younger people or just people in general all year round. I think I think some people are trying to do it, but you, I feel like it's forced. So, you know, the Conservatives, they had this... this oh, I forgot what the name of the... Um, this campaign group that they had with like young people and then they had like this token mixed girl in there. And the, do you remember, do you know, I think it was called Centerpoint UK. I can't remember that. So um, it was recent, I think it was like a few months ago. So they, obviously they had this like campaign to try and, you know, mobilise young young conservatives and stuff like that. So, but you know, I just felt like it was forced. Yeah, it's forced. So, like, I, 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 I am, this is no, I work in finance and I'm, I'm contracted at an arm's length body of the government. And I'm seeing in this body what they're doing and I saw, I've seen like how they want to present what the part of the education system they're in and how they promote it and market it. I'm thinking, why would I do this as a young person? You're mm. so... D- like, if you see the promotional video, it was awful. Like, wow. it was like, yeah, young people, youth, a bit of like grimies. Like, it's awful. Mm. But so I really think that a lot of parties are missing a trick and actually getting people that can actually relate to people on the ground because yeah. I, I don't know who's in these com- who's in these organizations and who's creating these um these media campaigns it's just poor just poor, yeah, poor. Yeah, but I think yeah. yeah everybody's missing a trick of engaging especially on social media so yeah. I think Labour could still make moves in the next election I can't lie to you. yeah I think I, I think we could as well but I just feel like you know with the mood of the whole anti-semitism stuff I feel like you know it's really Dampen. It's damaging the party. Yeah. Um, like, you know, people are saying that, you know, ra- racism started under Jeremy Corbyn, but that's a lie. There's always been racism in the Labour Party. <laughs> like, if you look at the structures, the, you know, the the people in the CLPs, so that's the constituency Labour Party. So that's like your local area. Majority of the people in positions are always white mm. and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, if ethnic minority people try to get involved, they kind of just give them the ethnic minority job. So the job that they're, you know, mm that is based on their race. Um, so I feel like it's always been there, but I feel like it's really, it's wrong to say that 
Jeremy, you know, started anti-Semitism or anti-Semitism yeah, started. I, I think that's a bait face yeah. campaign. Well. I just feel like it may have increased, yeah. or we may, or we or, or we see we see it more under him. Yeah. However, it hasn't started with him, and I just think like it's it's unfair to tarnish his name. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's the it's a, it's a party thing. If we're gonna criticize Jeremy, let's criticize the members as well because Jeremy's not telling people, oh, go and do this, go and do yeah, that. It's the it. members themselves. So yeah. if we're gonna criticize Liberal, let's criticize the members mm. and the people that are actually on the ground because it's really them. You know but, what I mean? Yeah, that's right. But obviously, this is the perils and of leadership. Yeah, right? fair so, enough. Yeah, I get I know I get I don't know. It's it's wrong, but it's the fun that like, when things go right and other people it's are true. mashing work, he's gonna get all the accolades. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Like it's, it's like true. CEO, like Everybody in the company is doing mad things. It's good, yeah. but when things go to up, it's you that's going down. Even I remember when when no one when Gordon Brown was in, he was having a torrid time. Then I think like the civil some civil servants lost like this is when we we're using CD disks for data. Oh, they lost data with and then had loads of details about people's children and stuff. They were like, this is this shows how incompetent a Boris, I mean a Gordon Brown thing. It's like, fam, this is a civil servant. What do you want? Mm-hmm. Gordon Brown to be coming to the house? Oh yeah, make sure you post this. Pro- yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, just no, but yeah, but obviously that's that's leadership and yeah, stuff. Leadership, so um I feel like we could have had we could have done stuff sooner, but you know I think also is, in terms of the election, yeah. After the last election, because I can't lie, I'm not a Jerry Corbyn fan and people know that I'm not. I was really, really sad yeah, because like <sighs> with Brexit now, yeah. The Tories are gonna botch Brexit. Like I, mm. I knew that was guaranteed. That's why. That's the only reason I voted Remain. I'm not a fan of the EU. I think it's a failed political um, project. But I knew for a fact we were not going to negotiate a good deal. We're not in a position of power, mm. and we did not prepare for it. And also the person in power, he scaddled. He's like, "Later, I'm gone. Yeah. Camera's like safe. You man, that was the wrong you, move. Yeah, you man, hold tight in it. So I always knew it was gonna be a disaster. So I was like, the Tories are absolutely. Botch Brexit And that's going to give Labour in But Anti-Semitism Kind of like mm. Equalised that So lip, Flipping Brexit is three years and going <laughs> Like what Last month Three year mm. Three year anniversary Man I'm still talking about October We see how that happens But Yeah so I feel like Labour Kind of lost some momentum And mm. anti-Semitism Although I do believe It's a massive I'm not the, his greatest fan Policy wise Person wise I'm a big fan of Corbyn Policy wise I don't really like it mm. But is a, to me, it's a bait face smear campaign against him. Yeah. Like, it's really bad, but I don't mm. know. We'll see. But this is what happens when you try to change the direction of the party. Yeah. So. No, it's yeah. true. I just, yeah. I'm a fan of Corbyn, so I like yeah. him. I just think he's a principled man, and I think that's what we need in politics, because politics... He's like one of the only ones, though. Yeah, he is. But I feel like... You know, he he's now doing a lot of stuff to get... Well, not doing a lot of stuff, but a lot of people are looking at him and wanting to become MPs because they feel like, oh, he's a principal man. I could maybe be like him rather than someone like Boris How Johnson. he's... Like, I was seeing people who had no interest in politics talk about politics because of Corbyn. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's, that's nice. Pow- that is powerful. Although they're talking jazz. <laughs> hella jazz. But I still respect it. Yeah, it's but, true. But, um, you know, we're wrapping one out of time. But... Okay. I want to... So... If you want to get involved in the Labour Party, for example, or politics, what type of places you recommend them for them to go? So, in general, if you're interested in politics, I the first thing I think you should do is get involved in um, so whatever political party you vote for, join their party. So I want to join the Brexit Party. So where do I go? So you can go online, just tap in the Brexit Party, join. I think you obviously have to pay. You have to pay a fee for every. 
um, political party yeah. and then um, just get involved in there because that's where you have a say on the sort of policies that we com- that um, they put forth you can also um, vote for your council candidates assembly um, candidates London assembly candidates yeah. or if you're not from London then you know if you have assembly um, if you have a mayor and assembly members in those areas you can vote for them as well yeah. you can vote for your um, the Westminster candidates as well so I think it's important if you don't like your candidates and stuff, that's another way to get in. Um, also, there's like loads of websites where you can find out what's going on in politics. I think there's one called Simple Politics. Yeah. They have um, they have a website and they're also on Twitter. I think it's on Twitter it's called Easy Politics UK or something. But I will give you, I don't know if you've got it, but I'll send you the link so you can send it to your listeners. Um, also, um, just the political party website as well. They They literally have like what their policies are and... Um, information about yeah what's going on and then the parliament website as well so that's a good website and they work for you.com okay also you're if you know me watching this on youtube or guest by your voice you are a black woman is there anything yes. specific to like any groups maybe the labor party or just some parties in general for black women in politics um so in within the labor group yeah they well we have the late bame labor yeah but that's for women and men and it's Black, Asian, minority, ethnic. So anyone that identifies um, in one of those groups, um, there's nothing specifically for black women. That means you should start one up. Do you know what? It's it's a lot. And I say it's a lot because there's kind of like a divide between the young black women and the older black women. F aunties. They, they, they have a, but, but at the same time, you kind of need them to kind of like mentor you through stuff as well. Um, so it's it's quite it's quite difficult to start that up, but yeah. But then obviously other people do stuff outside of like political mm. parties. Um, so um, we've set up something. So myself, my friend Mems, who spoke on your Brexit yeah, um, thing, and up, um, <laughs> and my friend Elon, we started something called the Black Peers Network. So it's kind of getting all the people that work in Parliament, um, City Hall, City Hall. Um, public affairs and also um, civil service to come together and kind of, um, you know, discuss things in terms of politics and also to come and mentor young black people who want to get involved in politics. Where, so, can, where can they find you? Um, where find it? Twitter, blackpeers.net. No, oh. blackpeers.net. Okay, thank you. So, but I will send you all the information. So, okay, yeah. so that's been on us this week. And... Make sure you like on... You like oh yeah, you like on YouTube, follow on YouTube, Dysonomics, type Dysonomics, this is gonna be on visually, on visually that's English, on Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Madam Jen for joining us. And until next week, peace. Peace. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.